Hey everybody, welcome back to the Resistance Broadcast. I'm John. Thanks for joining us on this Monday. It is May, officially. That means it is the month of Obi-Wan Kenobi. It is the month of Star Wars Celebration. It is a month. And we are so glad that you're here hey, to join fun. us as we talk about the latest Star Wars news going on in a galaxy far, far away. And we're here to bring our takes on that news to you. And uh, with me, as always, is James and Lacey. James not is always. back. Not always. <laughs> not always, yeah. No, not always. <laughs> last Monday, we said you were eaten by a wampa. And then last Thursday, we revealed that you were actually on a discounted vacation on Scarif because yeah. uh, real estate has really dropped down uh, to the lower levels of pricing on that planet. To so. be clear, mm -hmm. we didn't say that. John said that. <laughs> I just want to make that clear. Um, yeah, Lacey was like taking the nice road. She's like, he deserves a vacation. I'm like, does he? <laughs> um, all right. So we have a lot of stuff to get into today. Uh, first, John, are we matching? Uh, Wait, hold on. Hold up. Are we matching? Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing the Mando Fan Show shirts. Season 2 shirt. Rest in peace for the time being. <laughs> Um, we, we, we should just do shirts that say like <laughs> starring Pedro Pascal. We should do a tour shirt. That's, that's actually too close to Star Wars. We'll probably get it taken down. We should do a ah. tour type shirt. James will like this, like a band shirt, like a tour shirt. And on the back, instead of stops, it's all the designs we've gotten taken down by Lucasfilm. Yes. Yes. Or yeah. or whoever, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Disney, what have you? Yeah. Whoever, yeah. It's yeah. like <laughs> one day we'll find <laughs> one true emperor or whatever, and then it's like supreme leader. One day we'll yeah. find the secret as to how some people get away with some of the stuff they put out. Yeah, mm -hmm. I don't get it. But um, we have nothing will stop us though. Uh, nothing will we'll stand in our way. Keep doing it. <laughs> we'll finish what we started. Um, no, there's a lot to talk about. And uh, before we do, though, uh, just a reminder to everybody out there: if you are going to uh, Star Wars Celebration, we're going to be doing a live event during that weekend on Saturday, May 28th, at Radiant Beer Co., uh, just a couple of miles away from the Anaheim Convention Center, right by Disneyland. Uh, even so close, we just found out that uh, around nine o'clock that night, you could probably see the Disneyland fireworks. Yeah, so, I might have to stick uh, around. I mean, but ho hopefully, <laughs> we have kidding. fireworks of our own at our panel. So we hope everyone <laughs> joins us. We're, we're doing a, a happy hour at five thirty to six thirty, and then we'll be podcasting and doing some live TRB with a lot of uh, fun bells, whistles, bits, and surprises for you, including some giveaways from six thirty till who knows when seven forty-five ish. We'll see where the night takes us, but. Uh, if you RSVP, you'll be guaranteed to get some swag at the event. So make sure mm -hmm. you find our link. Uh, it is at the top of our Twitter bio. You can also find it in a lot of other places. And if you can't, just let us know. We'll get that information to you. But RSVP, so you make sure you get your swag. But more importantly, just come. It's free. All ages. Everyone's welcome. We're very excited about this. Uh, we're super pumped. James, why don't you tell them, tell them your, your grand plan? The, so we've, we've been asked a lot about will the event be streamed or not? And the answer's kind of always been like, yes, we'll see or no, you know, like it's always kind of been confusing. And I think what we're really what, how we're going to go forward with it is that we are going to tape the episode and put that out as an episode for everybody to see 
uh, the, the event, tape the event, put it out for as an episode. Uh, but for patrons, we're going to live stream it. So mm-hmm. it'll be a little bit different on the live stream, probably a little bit longer. Uh, get a little bit at the beginning, get a little bit at the end, uh, maybe some mistakes or things, you know, I don't the know, original things version. get edited not out, the, whatever. I wouldn't not say special mistakes, edition. it's more like you're no, getting I mean, a, like, a legit live stream. Like, like if I fall off run. the stage, you know, <laughs> kind of stuff, like, yeah, it'll all be there now. But but the thing is, like, it I think... It never goes um, away on the internet, James. For the patrons, <laughs> yeah, we're just going to have that uh, as an available thing, like, as it's happening, join us in the live stream kind of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. as we do with a lot of our videos when it comes to like um, our Q&As and uh, our commentaries and stuff, we like to include a- as as a live uh, feed thing. So, But then for everybody who isn't a patron, it's just a regular watcher of the show or listener, uh, it's going to show up later as a, a more finished product uh, that Probably will go in our later, audio so. video yeah. feeds. Uh, so there you go. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so join our Patreon. That's another benefit to that is you'll get uh, to watch our live events if you're not able to attend Celebration as we're doing it. Mm-hmm. So pretty cool. Yay, technology. Uh, and uh, from what we understand, we should have some pretty decent internet there to get that out to you. Uh, the raw live version of a TRB event, our first event uh, ever that we've put together, really, podcast mm-hmm. event. So oh, yeah. And we're having swag. John, you want to talk about the swag? Uh, you can talk about the swag. John's nervous he's going to reveal some swag that he's not supposed to reveal. <laughs> uh, so I'll just reveal some of it. Well, well, because we're still working on exactly what everything that's coming together. Because mm. I don't know if you guys realize we've been planning for this event technically for about three years. <laughs> so, Since we were six years old. <laughs> so we have, yeah, we have all this stuff that we've been like, oh, we could do this. We could do that. And it's kind of like become this like big box of stuff, which is really cool. And we're going to have bigger prizes as well for people that are there as well as we're going to have giveaways for people that aren't there. We already talked about that. So that's kind of cool. Um, but swag for celebration, we're going to have stickers. Uh, I feel like everybody's going to have stickers, but if you want more stickers, we've got them and we're going to have them. We'll release those designs soon. But the thing I wanted to announce in this episode is we're going to have, we're bringing them back. The TRB sunglasses. We had them in 2019. They were a huge hit in snowy cold chicago so i can only imagine that there'll be an even bigger hit in sunny california mm-hmm. so we're having a yep. kind of cool black wayfarer looking set and then we also have a bright orange set which is exclusive to our event if you come to our event at radiant beer co you get a set of orange ones james playing like the huh what oh, these ones man. oh those look slick Oh man! Exclusive for video people. This is the first time I'm seeing them in person. This is cool. TRB. Well, person. TRB. And they're built in. They have a built-in Oculus, so you can play yep. like all the games and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This yeah. Uh, no, um, they're just it a stylish. Four point oh. Stop saying stuff. <laughs> no, Bluetooth. they're really slick and fashionable, so you can you can rock them. At celebration yeah. or after celebration, we're getting into summer now. They're going to be really good. Yeah. We still have people that hit us up for the ones in 2019, so I can promise you that these are upgrades from the one. They're nicer. Yeah. I was just about to say, yeah, like between the two, um, 
I don't really know how to explain it other than the, the other ones before that were great, but they were kind of like a, a soft plastic, whereas this is like a hard, shiny plastic, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, more relatable to like a higher end or nicer sunglass. Um, they can probably endure pair. more. Like Yeah, probably. I think you'll have them for a longer yeah. t- amount of time. Yeah. yeah. And right. feel like a I mean, little really, bit more quality. Yeah. The bottom line is you want to be at this event because it's going to be a great time. Mm-hmm. There's going to be cool swag, delicious drinks, some food trucks. And us and you and a lot of the whole TRB community. So if there's people that you wanted to hang out with that you're in, like, say you're a patron or you're just a listener and you're like, oh, I remember seeing that person on the pod or hearing their question or something. I want to meet them. Everyone's going to be there. So come on down. It's free. There all ages. Bring the whole crew. Let's go. A lot of people that yeah. are coming. So you, you, yeah. you could meet the spice runners that you've seen in the videos, yeah. you know, the generals. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So, uh, and then other surprises too that, uh, they're surprises, so you won't find out until, unless you're there. So how about that? The sentence um, you just said, and the surprises. <clears throat> there will be lots of surprises. Right. Including surprises. drive-by pieings, which, who knows? You better not pie me. <laughs> you better not. No. Uh, but that's not, not. I know I you're like, get to the news, guys. Get to the news. We will. Uh, now it is time to get into what we typically do around here. Uh, some cool stuff to get mm-hmm. into. So, James, uh, I don't know if you remember how to do this, Mm-mm. but let's I've kick been freaking off out. the... He's been resistance he's forgotten. <laughs> it's the resistance. Yeah, if I could figure out how to open a tab. All right, I got it. All right. So you may remember a couple weeks ago, we our, our top story, our big like, you know, it's our thumbnail, our headline story was that all the panels had been announced at uh, Star Wars Celebration. Now, all of them had not been announced yet. Now they all have been announced and it's very exciting to go through a lot of them uh, too, too many to talk about. So we're not really covering that, especially for people who aren't going to celebration. It's kind of rough, but one thing that we all kind of caught on to and we thought it was really interesting was that the tales of the Jedi um, panel was announced and so that's going to be our first like look at what it is okay cool what is it you know and they throw in this little thing when they're describing it as animated anthology shorts so we're kind of doing that like will the force or like what did we say about it and we're all going back to the speculation if i'm not mistaken i think the person who had it the most right was Lacey here um but uh that's why i'm going to start with her on this one what were your thoughts on the animated anthology shorts that are going to be coming to celebration uh called tales of the jedi so i think we all agreed that we thought it was going to be animation just by the way it was listed on the box it was listed with visions and and by the way i'm talking about the gift box that they gave out to employees in december which i love that that's where our fandom is at this point is we're looking (laughs) at a box for employees and being like what does this mean but that's (laughs) that's where we are official news (laughs) so so that being said uh it was listed on the box with bad batch and vision so we kind of put it together like oh this must be animated so all of us kind of said that so that's kind of cool um we had kind of guessed what we thought it might be and i know that some of us had said like oh it could be focused on luke skywalker it could be this Mm -hmm. it could be that i always had the feeling that it was going to be like multiple jedi because it's tales of the jedi so i thought that every episode was going to be focused on a specific jedi and then it seems like that's what this is so once again i've gotten two things right fennec shand in this 
Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing John, okay. <laughs> so, so maybe we can speculate a little bit on like what is this going to look like, um, mm-hmm. John? Your thoughts on it, and do you have any kind of predictions on uh, 2D <clears throat> animation, 3D animation, like crazy stylized um, in some way? Mm-hmm. What are we talking? Well, some of the hints are, you know, Dave Filoni is going to be a guest at the panel mm-hmm. talking about it. Um, so he has at least probably some involvement, even though he has a different role at Lucasfilm now. Um, I, I think it's going to be like fables for kids. I think it's going to be sort of like Forces of Destiny, probably a little more stylized. Um, but when they say it's anthology shorts, um, just the word anthology makes me think like, you know, they can dabble in retelling stories, sort of like Galaxy of Adventures did. Um, by animating some of the classic scenes in Star Wars. I hope it looks like that. I love that that style. Yeah, Forces of Destiny, you know, dabbled in canon areas, but didn't really... It it was just like more kiddie stuff, and it didn't take itself too seriously. I think this is going to be just one of those like sort of, you know, allegory or fable stories um, in the spirit of George Lucas and the simplicity of Star Wars and, and the idea of like choosing what's right and wrong and learning how to be a Jedi and what's the right thing to do sort of stuff. Um, I don't think this is going to be any sort of lore expanding thing. I don't think this is going to be dabbling into new areas. I think we're going to be have familiar characters um, with varying voice actors um, spanning the p- saga that we know now today. And uh, to sort of telling these tales of what it means to be a Jedi. I think that's what it comes down to. So I think you'll see Rey all the way back to like Mace Windu, Qui-Gon, that type of stuff uh, as another gateway for kids to get into Star Wars. And my um, guess would be Disney Plus, but we've seen them also bounce those things to the Star Wars Kids YouTube channel. I think it really depends on how it's initially received. Uh, I hope it's received well. Um, but the other thing that this sort of rings a bell on me for is, you know, because a lot of people, not necessarily saying us, were saying like, this is going to be, you know, the, an old Republic uh, or, or this is going to be a High Republic series and it's going to be the new animated thing. Um, it, it doesn't seem like they're there yet. And I, I, it makes me think they're not sure what they want to do about the future of Star Wars animation. Like we have Bad Batch, but to me, that's old stuff. And by that, I mean, it's tied to very closely tied to something that's been going on since 2008 um, with the clones and stuff. So, it, it, you know, so beyond this being what it is, um, which I think will be fun, little fables and that sort of thing. It's not going to be anything too, you know, canon argument starting for people. <laughs> um, but I, I, to me, it's a, it's a sign that you know they're still working on stuff behind the scenes for for the real canon storytelling future of animation. Because I haven't heard anything else about Star Wars Celebration as far as big animated releases beyond the Bad Batch season two. But again, that's to me tied to old stuff. So, uh. It makes like this being a new thing, ironically, makes me question what the future of Star Wars canon animation is, because uh, I think, again, this is going to be more of a like fables and like lesson type of shorts for for kids. Yeah, I still think that they're going to be canon. And I still think that you had mentioned kind of that there's a chance that they might go somewhere else like the Star Wars kids or whatever. But I think they're elevated beyond that. Because because they're on that box. Um, like, I don't sure. think we ever saw anything out there that was like, congratulations, team, for working on Indy 5 and also Forces of Destiny. It was like, that was almost like an outsourced mm-hmm. thing. 
it mm. wasn't actually Lucasfilm like working on this thing. So I think they're thinking as at this piece of property, even though what's interesting though is the the visions aspect of it. Because visions, if I'm not mistaken, was like fully the another studio, you know, doing this. Like Multiple. technically Lucasfilm. Yeah, exactly. Lucasfilm was like looking over this and kind of like approving things or whatever. And yet vision still ended up on that box. But I think there's something about that box that kind of just says elevated. So I think you guys are right on how it could be like, you know, 10 stories and they're like, they're covering things like, you know, trust or like this, you know what I mean? Whatever they want to do, like with these little like stories or moral stories or whatever that have happened. And they're all kind of like just anecdotal and different and they're not, it's not an ongoing thing. But to me, I'm thinking that this could be, we technically, I don't, have we gotten anything on vision season two? Is that still like a rumor? It's a rumor. It's still it's a, a rumor. rumor. Yeah. So my thought is like, did they look at visions and go, that was cool. I don't know if we can pull it off again. Um, but like, let's, let's try our own version of that. That looks really cool. Like too 10 close minute... in time. What? I think that's too close in time because visions came out last fall. It takes them a long time to write, produce and animate. And no, no, no. I'm saying like together. when visions was still like in production, they're like, this is cool. We oh, like maybe. this. Yeah. Um, can, is it possible for us to do like our own version of this where we tell 10 stories, you know, uh, make them our, and, and bring different styles of animation potentially. Maybe, maybe we're looking at some of them in 2d, some of them cell shaded, some of them 3d, you know, whatever, and, and maybe play around with a couple different styles of animation. And maybe this could even be a jumping point to figure out what kind of animation people like considering They've always done this like, like Clone Wars and like everybody hates it. Then everybody likes it. Then Rebels comes out. Everybody <laughs> hates it. Then they, everybody likes it. Then Resistance mm -hmm. comes out. Everybody hates it. And then everybody starts to like it. You know, it's like, it's weird. They, no matter what animation Lucasfilm tends to choose, it's always this like hate, like, oh, I hate that style of animation at first and then people kind of warm up mm -hmm. to it as time goes on. So maybe mm -hmm. this is them kind of pulling in like, what do you guys want? Like out of all of these, let's get some reactions on what kind of animated uh, styles you guys like, maybe? I don't know. I, I just think that mm -hmm. would be interesting. If you're doing anthology stories and they're supposed to be different in, in vibe maybe too, like do it in different animation styles. That could be really cool and expand uh, everything. But I do think they are going to be canon. I don't think they're going to be like... I really think they're going to be the fable myths and fables and stuff where it's like, like retellings of stuff we know or expanding on stuff we know could be with mm -hmm. Jedi. Like, mm -hmm. hey, remember that Gundarks thing that Obi Wan mentioned? Here's that thing that happened with the Gundarks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Totally. We um <clears throat> we have a lot to talk about, so let's get let's get moving mm -hmm. on to the next story here. And this is uh, some more official images coming out of Obi Wan Kenobi, uh, as provided by Total Film, but then via Games Radar. <laughs> so kind of kind of a weird <laughs> thing, but uh, we got a couple pictures released at one point, and then a few more uh, trickled through. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about these. None of them are strikingly different. Uh, you know, it's Kenobi walking around in this area and then Kenobi walking around in this area. And then we've seen a different right. angle of, uh, the Grand Inquisitor, you know, a different angle of, uh, 
uh, Owen, you know, like Uncle Owen, mm-hmm. like standing mm-hmm. over there, you know. So it's like a couple of these uh, are technically, they're all new, but they are very similar. So what are our thoughts, John? You can kick this one off. Uh, thoughts on the new photos from Total Film on Kenobi. Yeah, I'm just going to read what I wrote Obi-Wan on Star Wars News. <laughs> You're just going to read? No. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, basically what it comes down to with Obi-Wan is I like the fact that he's clearly dressed to blend in as far as Tatooine goes. Um, mm-hmm. it, you know, he's not dressed as the way he looked in the end of Revenge of the Sith. Um, he didn't go as far as to, you know, dye his hair different colors or anything like that. But he's wearing blue, which is uh, certainly a not tan or brown so good for him oh, I, love the saber. I love it yeah little poncho deal going on looks like one of the commoners of the streets of tatooine that's exactly you know who, what we figured he would be when we saw him on that transport heading to um what what uh i believe to be anchorhead if if uh, patrons of tatooine were models <laughs> Like I'm in dress, slicked back hair, face. like, yeah. <laughs> like uh, LA, LA looks is canon yeah, exactly yeah. in Star Wars. Um, but uh, yeah, the other images, I you know, I think the Grand Inquisitor looks um, better in this shot here. Uh, I think it was something about the that single shot in that trailer that sent people a little crazy, and I think um, Rupert Friend looks uh, more menacing here and, and uh, more crisp. So I like that, and this that saber looks like it's going to be. Uh, just crazy so i'm excited to see that in live action um and then the one of him in the street again very blade runner uh very noir looking uh neon lights everywhere and he's looks like he is doing the spying uh, vice versa where you know we're figuring in this you know story they're trying to sell to us that he's being hunted but i think you know he's doing a little bit of investigating on his own here so we're going to see like detective kenobi once again uh familiar uh familiar uh rising us with attack of the clones but he's got his hood on and he's got his arms crossed so he's uh well it looks like he's staring somebody down and you know i know a lot of people rumored or theorized that they think that uh that's cad bane back there i'm not about to go there but it is interesting and it always blows my mind how eagle-eyed people are and they spot things that i don't necessarily go digging for because more often than not you know people see things or theorize things and then we look back and say well that was silly so <laughs> yeah um you know like dj being ezra like, as one of the big ones that uh was thought about for a while but these are cool uh the owen you, you like uh you were saying it's just slightly different from stuff we saw from the trailer even let alone the stills um but it looks like it's going to be it, it has a cinematic feel to it um which i don't know i could say about boba fett especially maybe even the mandalorian this looks like this is going to feel a bit more theatrical um, so I'm very excited to see what Deborah Chow came up with, but everything I'm looking at so far looks very appeasing to me, very exciting. And, uh, I want to just a little more, not too much more. Um, the one thing I'll say though, I think I'm done with the, like the written interview stuff. I, I feel like they're saying the same quotes over and over and, and you know, so what did it, what was it like being back as Darth Vader? It's like, oh, well, you know, I get to finish the journey. All right, you know, let's just see it already. Come on. I was surprised when I saw Interperson here in full costume. (laughs) (laughs) Lacey, did any any one of the pictures stand out? How are you feeling after after Total Film release these? So I love Ewan in blue. That stuck, uh, stuck out to me immediately because 
oftentimes we see it all over Star Wars, sand planet people wear, you know, light beige and brown. And you're just so used to that from Rey to Luke Skywalker, etc. So to see him in blue was like really interesting to me because I was like, oh, a color. <laughs> and I think it looks really good on him. Uh, it's, a, it's a nice like kind of like periwinkle-ish blue, uh, which is really nice. Uh, I'm interested to see with this picture and the other pictures that have been released, but especially with this one, how many people are going to cosplay this at Celebration? Because you know people have already run out to Joanne Fabrics sponsor us uh and they've already <laughs> purchased the fabric and um made this costume like by mm -hmm. the time we get there i guarantee we'll walk we'll see someone walking around with this costume on um that being said dayu that's how you say it right dayu um sure is my favorite star wars planet ever i think it is so cool i said it from the moment i saw it in the trailer like you know with the uh the brother What's which brother is he? Seventh, fifth, twelfth, thirteenth, twenty fourth. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the yeah. fifth brother walking down the street uh, with all the stormtroopers and stuff, and ju it just looks so cool. And, and I did like Blade Runner twenty forty nine, and I love that you know Tron look, futuristic kind of sci fi. Uh, it just looks really, really cool. And I said it when the trailer came out that like, I want a collection of neon signs now from this. Um, and I really enjoyed James when you were talking about like, you were like, it says milk. Yeah, <laughs> on it the does. Signs and stuff. I, I don't understand the sign. They're all just like, they say snacks and dumb things like that. Like <laughs> yeah. just come up with fake retailers. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, when yeah. I walk down the streets, it doesn't say snacks. It says Rite Aid, you know? Right, right. Um, which I guess I saw some rumblings that this is a market of some sort, obviously, from what well, the sign said. Well, some of them say market. Yeah. Um, like, literally the words market. Yeah, market. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah. But it just looks so cool. Like, it's somewhere that, like, I look at this, and I know I said this before, but I'm going to say it again. Like, I look at this, and I wish Galaxy's Edge was this. This is what I wanted. If I was to dream up a Galaxy's Edge would be this kind of location where it's like dark and kind of and I understand like California and Florida. What are you going to do in the daytime? I get that. <clears throat> I mean, but at, at night, night they do it, have these like hanging lanterns and stuff. Yeah, it, it, but like the know? neon lights and everything. It's just so, yeah, cool. so cool. Um, and I just look forward to seeing what this is all about. And I hope it's not like a quick blip in an episode like i hope we actually stay there for a while because i felt that way with book of boba fett when we went to that ring planet where mm -hmm. mandalorian was there and you got to see a lot of it and in like engage with all these different environments and then he was gone and then we're probably never going to see it again so it was one of those things that you're like wait i want to know everything about this ring planet um so yeah i just i can't wait and i and i am really interested to see what merchandise comes out this week for this show you know, Hasbro has a, a fan first Wednesday coming up on May the 4th. So I'm very interested to see what they announce because, you know, it's going to be it has to be Obi-Wan stuff. It has to be. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, in fact, I think there was a leak on some of the toys, right? Some of the Kenobi toys. Oh, I don't know. At this point, I didn't see that. I'll probably know oh. after this. Maybe I'm wrong <laughs> on that point. then. But I thought I thought like Black Series Kenobi toys had been shown. I just somewhere. know the displays out there so that obviously they're coming. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. um yeah a couple thoughts on uh these photos from me uh i i also like the blue i thought he looked a little posh uh like i said like if a model was walking around 
Um, you guys said he <laughs> looked kind of commoner, and I'm like, I don't know. My first thought was that Baylor. Oh, I didn't Organa, say commoner. He just looked great. Well, he looked. Yeah, I. Well, I don't know who said it, but like he kind of looked like he was one of the people of Tatooine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but the blue was a little bit of a a vibrant, you know, bump Pop up, color, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And I, to me, it looked like Bail Organa was supplying him with clothes. Like, and it's like. <laughs> right. And people have put them side little, by side online. A little extra nicer. You know what I mean? Like, Kenobi, yeah. you mean a lot to me. I'm going to send you some clothing. You're getting ready to go on this mission or kind of thing. Like, we're priding. So, you know, it seems like maybe he's uh, stepping it up a little bit and kind of cleaning himself up to walk around here. Um, I too really like the planet. I've always said that one of my favorite planets is Coruscant because it's yes. the cityscape thing. Um, I think George Lucas uh, was toying around with the idea of doing some television Star Wars, and there's some footage of that, and it kind of looks like this, you know? Kind of looks like they were on that ground level and kind of walking around cityscape type stuff. Uh, very cool. Yeah, and, Underworld uh, 1313 series that he's yeah, he yeah. doing. Um, and it, it's kind of one of those things where like, when I go back and rewatch attack of the clones, I forget that there's like them, they do, they walk around like on, you know, certain levels that just feels like they're walking through a city. And I'm like, man, when, whenever I think the average star Wars fan, or even people like us think of Coruscant, they think of it like from the view of the Jedi temple, you know, like it's mm-hmm. always like mm-hmm. some aerial view of just the city. And I'm like, but go back to Attack of the Clones, man, because they're walking around in environments like this. This r- almost face reminds planting, me. like Hayden Christensen when he's running with the camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so so very reminiscent of the, the prequels there as well. Um, I don't I don't particularly think that the Grand Inquisitor looks better. Um, I'm not saying he still looks awful or anything like that but i'm saying like just turning the camera a little bit i go that's still the same you know it's i don't feel like they've upgraded him or a better angle is like oh now i see what they're going for i still think he looks exactly the same to me um did you see the photoshop that someone did i don't know if you guys know spongebob but they did like handsome squidward as the inquisitor and they took the guy's face (laughs) and they like morphed it to handsome squidward it's so good. I would find it. it it's so I mean, funny. I have seen a lot of manipulations of his face. Yeah. And, and I mean, some of them I'm like, yeah, that looks pretty good. But, I, you know, who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of one of those things like everybody's going to have something to, to grudge on. Like, oh, Luke doesn't look right. Let's tweak him. You know, this person doesn't look right. Let's tweak yeah. him. And Cad let's Bane, move away for from instance, the fixing you know? of things. That's what I'm always saying. Yeah. Yeah. And then so I I think like with this, we were all kind of in the same mode. Where we're like, oh, I don't know why the, the, he doesn't look like this. I'm sure when we're watching the show, you know, it'll still be there in the back of our minds. But we'll be like, whatever, it's the Grand Inquisitor. And that's, you know, this is still awesome. So there's mm-hmm. that. Um, nothing too crazy with the other photos. That, again, like we said, they were very similar. So we can move on to the next story. Cool. Um. That is that uh, Andor uh, was set to be a original series. Um, You know, they didn't say limited series. They said ongoing series. And we've not really been able to figure out what that means. I think we've always kind of understood it as, you know, as long as it's successful, we'll just keep going with it. Or maybe at some point we'll come up with a plan. But it looks like, uh, according to Adriano Goldman, who is the director of photography on 
the Rogue One prequel series, um, that there was at one point plans for the show to be five seasons. And he's saying that now the series, uh, that that's not happening and that it will have three seasons, maybe his quote. Interesting. Um, so I don't know, Lacey, if you want to take it away from here, but I'll throw it, I'll throw it out there. I was going to say, I want to know what you think first, James, because I know that out of the three of us, probably you've been the most excited for Cassian. James, John and I have been really excited for Kenobi. You've been really pumped for for Andor. Are you disappointed that it's going from five to three? No, because, well, first of all, it doesn't, I mean... If the show's like freaking awesome, then I'm going to be like, oh, I wish it would have kept going, but you know, Mm -hmm. they only did three seasons or whatever. Mm -hmm. But we haven't seen any of this. This could be terrible. And I'm like, ooh, maybe do two. Maybe should have (laughs) won. (laughs) I know. Like, yeah. So we haven't seen any of it. So excitement level for, you know, whatever. Maybe this is one of those scenarios where they're like, hey, we wrote out five seasons, but this is ridiculous. This would drag on forever and be stupid consolidate get it down to three seasons make Mm -hmm. all three seasons amazing and let's be done with it that all being said i i don't even know that you can trust i mean i'm not saying this person's not trustworthy but i'm saying this is just someone involved in the production on some level i mean we just got quotes the other day from one of the actors in the show that mandalorian is coming this summer and it's like that's not right like i don't know how you make that mistake but sometimes people just hear things or they were told things at certain points. Yeah. Or assume, you know what I mean? Like how long is the show going to be? And they're like, I don't know, maybe like five seasons. And they took that literally, you know, they're Mm, like, Oh, five mm. seasons. Cool. And it's like, that's just a weird miscommunication. I don't really know that, that very many shows, I mean, this might be ignorance on my part, but I don't really know how many shows are like locked in. We're doing five seasons because it seems to me that every year a show gets not canceled and renewed, the actors and the production, the writers and everybody, they always seem to be like excited about the idea of that. Um, so it, it seems to me that to, to say that this show is going five seasons when we haven't even heard that about Mandalorian or anything else, I think it's a little, you know, out there. Take it with a um, pinch of cinnamon. Exactly. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, Three seasons, five seasons, Disney's going to do what they're going to do, and I'm sure whatever they come up with is going to be great, uh, but it doesn't it doesn't lower my excitement level because it got like, we were going to do five, and then it's not shaping up to what it's supposed to be, so we're only doing three now. Three seasons is still crazy. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's a lot yeah. of money, a lot of time. Uh, that's a long show. We haven't even gotten three seasons of Mandalorian, so whatever, you know? Right, absolutely. Um, Lacey, then I'll, I'll, I'll carry it off with you. What, what, what are your thoughts then? Well, I, I agree with completely what you just said. Like, it's three seasons of Star Wars. So how can you be upset that you're getting three rather than five? Now, of course, I'll always take more Star Wars than less Star Wars. But like you said, we haven't even gotten three, series of, uh, three seasons of Mandalorian yet. That's a long time. Unless they're shooting this all at once, which they could be. They could be shooting it all at once and breaking it up. Instead of like breaking mm-hmm. out the productions. I don't know, that's crazy, but I 
it is interesting that we keep hearing these things like they're rewriting scripts, not just this, but all the Star Wars shows. And I know it happens a lot in production. And movies. I get that. And movies. It's just very interesting that it's consistently like, okay, we're going back to the drawing board with this one. We're going with this. We're going with that. And we keep saying it, but it's so true. The only production that seems to have gone as accordingly is Ryan Johnson, The Last Jedi. That is like the only one that has gone pretty much exactly how they wanted it to go, if not easier than they thought it was going to go. Um, but like you said, James, I'm I'm not any less excited. I think it's going to be great. I'm excited to hear more with Celebration. I keep trying to kind of temper my expectations with Celebration because I don't want to be disappointed. You know, you go in so excited and then you don't see what you want to see and then you get a little disappointed, which is natural. But I really think we're going to get hit with a ton of stuff, and this is going to be part of it, as they've announced. But yeah. I can't wait. I can't mm-hmm. wait to see to see his face and hear his voice again. John, what are your thoughts? <laughs> um, It's good news, in my opinion. I, I mean, I feel like even with The Mandalorian, I'm wondering, like, I wonder how much longer this should go on. Um, And that's not to say I'm not excited for mandalorian season three at all but mm-hmm. when you say like season five i'm like so when's that coming out I'm like what, what's that going to be about mm-hmm. as opposed to like maybe let's tell some other stories let's th- let's get the other other shows going and then with andor you know everyone keeps reporting or or you know leaking whatever it, everyone keeps pointing to this 12 episodes thing for for andor who knows if that's true or not but if it is and say the episode's for just to find a mean are 40 minutes each that's 480 minutes for one season and if you times that by three that's like 12 movies worth of screen time yeah that's the entire that's that's every (laughs) star wars movie that has come out for three seasons of andor so it makes me think like james is like my time has come if they went to five seasons on this (laughs) thing they would like though you'd hear the word filler episode a lot because mm. and I, I it's a very taboo word but with a lot of this long form storytelling that they do now instead of doing movies with and doing series instead they do take something that you can tell in a movie in eight minutes and make that an episode of a show so they can really stretch it out and i think that's a good thing especially if they're going to involve a lot of characters in this like maybe there's an ep- entire episode or two that cassian's not even in it and they they help you know build up another villain or or something that's another rebel or something that's going on that's cool i think that's cool but maybe they were like looking at it and the story outline and also the fact that they have an end game they're like we have we have to score right up to like this mark here mm-hmm. as opposed to like you know like cheers or breaking bad or any show that doesn't have like anything after it and you'd be like well we can just figure it out as we go here with casting they're like we got to make sure we're telling this story and getting to that end point the way we need to get it so that we don't do like two seasons or three seasons and say like, Oh, we, we, we got to rush this last one. And then you have game of Thrones season eight and everyone gets all mad and all that stuff happens. So to me, it's good news. Um, I still think this is going to be a very hearty, like a Thanksgiving meal type of show. Uh, whereas like Mando is more of like the serial serialized sort of thing. Um, like spaghetti western stuff which still obviously has a lot of deep storytelling but i think mando's just gonna be like heavy i think there's gonna be a lot going on i think it's gonna be just uh, a pretty in-depth type of show and just by the look of it and the spectacle of it they're doing a lot more 
you know, practical set filming and, and that sort of thing for Andor. So I think it's going to be a pretty big show. Um, but I, you know, for, for whatever reason, when I heard five to three, it made me happy because mm. I think they're going to use, like do less is more and do more with the time they have for the story, which is still, like I said, if it is 12 episodes of 40 minutes each, 12 movies worth of, of this series. So they're going to have a lot of palette to work with. And I think they're, they're, they're going to make the right choices on it. And you haven't really heard any drama about the Endor series. You know, like Lacey said yeah, about the movies, you know, they've had their issues and stuff like Andor has flown on the radars. Like it, it seems to have gone so smooth that people don't talk about it. Sometimes people like forget about Andor. Um, but <laughs> I think we're going to, I think that's going to change in, in a few weeks. I think, I think Andor is going to like steal the show a bit for some reason. I, I just have a feeling Andor is going to steal the show in some aspects of Star Wars Celebration. Yeah, one thing I I wanted a quick touch on just because it's fun to think about. But Lisa, you pointed out more the star like more Star Wars the better kind of thing. It's always the like, oh yeah, do we want five seasons of Andor or do we want three seasons of Andor and two seasons of you know Crimson Dawn or something? You know something. Oh else. no, I would totally prefer it, the second option. But I'm saying if I only have one option, then I'll take yeah, all yeah, five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, and, and then that. It like that also goes in the opposite direction too when like people um you know want that Crimson Dawn show or something like that and other people are, are saying, you know, uh you are you saying you don't want more Andor, like more of the Star Wars better? It's like I, I'm just saying, you know, sometimes it's good to to split it up because there's Spread only so the much Yeah, there's only so many people that are working on things so we could keep going down this path or we can kind of just try different paths and stuff. But right. Um, we have another story here and this one is slightly spoilery, you know, alert, a spoiler alert ish. Uh, and this has to do with uh, Obi-Wan Kenogi. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Kenogi. Yeah. Obi-Wan I was reading, Kenogi. Uh, you, you'll understand in a second. I was reading Look out, Grogu and Obi Wan Kenobi, right? And I just kind of mixed uh, Kenogi or whatever. Um, Chef Kenogi. <laughs> I'm thinking yeah. like Chef Boyardee. Exactly. Chef Kenogi. Um, or it kind of sounds like pierogi. <laughs> Yogi Bear. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. So the the headline here. So this is a little bit of spoiler for Obi Wan Kenobi, but it's not too crazy. Um, the headline here was look out Grogu Obi-Wan Kenobi to introduce the next adorable Star Wars character. This was a Star Wars Newsnet exclusive. Um, and the thing that we are kind of revealing about this character is that it's very similar to uh, the movie characters from the old Amlin uh, batteries not included. Uh, if you've seen that, it's a little robot uh, that is very cute, has its own personality from its sounds and the way it has devices to kind of, um, you know, mimic body movement, like its eyes moving and things. Uh, but a bigger point here is that this character kind of floats around and is like a droid that is kind of like a, a hovering um, drone sort of character. Uh, but... Uh, the concept here, the reason we target Grogu and we kind of tease that is that it's going to be very cute and is probably 
John, correct me if I'm wrong on here, associated uh, with Leia's character yep. as sort of a um, dot matrix, you know, from uh, Spaceballs, sort of like that secondary droid that kind of watches over. Oh, it's a sidekick for that. everything, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, but that is that is what we have here. John, I'll let you talk a little bit more about what the report is, but that is the basic headline. What do we got, John? What am I so, missing? So basically, you know, everyone knows young Luke is in the series and we saw him in the trailer and a lot of people assuming that we're going to see young Leia too. Uh, obviously, Obi-Wan stayed connected with Bail Organa. All that makes sense. Um, we had obviously reported on the fact that Leia is in this series and you can go back to Star Wars Newsnet to read up on how she's going to be involved. Um, I won't get into that again here. Uh, but what I will get into is that, yes, like Leia is going to have sort of this floating, flying sidekick droid with her uh, as protection, um, sort of like her royal protection. Um, because, and the idea behind it, which is our assumption, um, uh, me and Val, when we were talking about it, was that they don't want to give Leia like weapons because she's going to be like a little kid. So they, they want to have this thing sort of serve as her protection so she's not walking around blasting people and stuff like that as a little kid. So, um, but this is definitely an homage to Batteries Not Included, which Kathleen Kennedy produced uh, for Amblin about 35 years ago. Um, it, I don't know that it was the most popular movie, but I remember seeing it when I was a little kid. Um, uh, it's definitely one of those sort of like E.T. type of whimsical sci-fi Spielberg 1980s movies. So if you haven't checked it, it, it out, maybe. It screams Amblin, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's it's every box you can check for Amblin. Yeah, 100%. Um, but the idea behind it, like you said, James, it does have, you know, certain antennas and shutters in certain spots to make it to be able to emote and do certain things to add to the cuteness. But also its shape is going to be similar to one of the main robots from batteries not included sort of like a saucer looking shape um it's going to have obviously you know rounded eyeballs and it's going to be i believe white and red but its purpose is essentially to serve as uh, protection for leia and uh i don't necessarily know how good of a job it's going to do but i do think it's going to be cute and i imagine hasbro's already working away at some stuff for it to maybe come out in december uh and maybe even like those drone things that uh, they make that aren't too expensive, like they did the Baby Yoda oh. one. You know, you could do stuff like that with the Leia, uh, or even do like a magnet thing. I'm thinking like the Leia. little the four drone uh, Millennium Falcon one. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? Oh, they had the like. Did you see the floating pod one they have of Grogu? I, yeah, I they have, have a Grogu one. Yeah, I have, have him in his little orb. So maybe something like that. But yeah, that's that's the story. Um, in my opinion, not too spoilery, uh, unless people are. Um, really just uh hiding on the fact that we're gonna see a young leia in this series but i think that's one of those that uh, even people who aren't reading stories like this are assuming that she will be in it but that's what we're Luke looking at here trailer, so, I'm, I'm, so i'll just leave right. it at that <laughs> so, yeah so so i'm excited to see what the, what this turns out to be uh and a lot of that uh makes sense so uh we're getting close so whether it's going to be the first couple episodes or not um the show is not far away for us to find out what this but is see all any about. thoughts on uh these kind of drone protective droids well it's just one as far as i understand it's just like it's it's its own character it's like that's my buddy 
Like it's I, not yeah. like she has My like buddy. a bunch of them. Yeah, do, don't don't mistake me when I when I say that I'm thinking also too that like it's a we type got of BB-8 droid. and then we got BB, BB units. units. Yeah. yeah. So it's like these these are kind of like a new droid that we're getting that they're probably going to um, looking at you Hasbro like repaint over to, you know what I mean like have a ton of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or have it at the droid depot where you can build them. Yeah. Yeah. That could be an addition to Galaxy's Edge and it's like a new type of mm-hmm selling product my <laughs> thoughts are it's going to be adorable just like bd1 and jedi fallen order mm-hmm. it sounds like that's basically what it is except it doesn't have feet <laughs> that's like what it sounds like to me like white red big eyes um i'll probably be obsessed with it and you'll hear me talk about it a lot and uh, that's all i gotta say crazy yeah <laughs> i i i think it makes a lot of sense i think it can be cute and i think you can sympathize when when you know it's there to protect but how is it gonna go up against like inquisitors or whatever you know what i mean i, I almost mm-hmm. it's kind of funny i wonder if these would be even somewhat similar to like darth maul's like little hover around sort of thing like maybe they're pulling from like that style or something. Although those were more spherical, these are spherical too, but they're more like flat UFO is how it was reported. Um, saucer yep. style, like a frisbee, like a frisbee. Yeah. So, um, so I don't know, but it's not that we haven't ever gotten that like hover drone style droid before. But I think this is going to be something uh, a lot cuter and a lot more um, adorable. A uh, couple of the things that we wanted to cover really kind of briefly and quickly to get us out of resistance report uh, is that if you have been paying attention to the high Republic at all, you've probably seen that Charles soul is a big part of it. Um, writing numerous books and having a lot to do with how everything is just sort of laying out, uh, connecting to comics, connecting to uh, other sorts of properties and stuff, uh, possibly even live action things. And it got noted uh, recently that he actually got bumped up a little bit and is kind of working now uh, officially uh, under Lucasfilm as a creative consultant. Uh, So this kind of points to what your speculation had on a little bit. uh, The uh, uh, why am I blanking on the name? Acrylite. Is that right? Acolyte. Acolyte. Yeah. I'm like, why does that not sound right in my head? The Acolyte has been positioned near the High Republic. We've heard rumors of a live-action kind of kid show called Grammar Rodeo. That's kind of the stage name there. Uh, But that might be something that's coming up. So this position change might be kind of because he's got a really good grasp on the High Republic and what has already happened. So they kind of need somebody to be sort of story group-esque. But again, that's all speculation. Uh, what is true is that he has been uh, promoted to Lucasfilm Creative Consultant. So congratulations, Charles. Um, Way one to other go. Thing, yeah, this is really quick. It was just kind of off the cuff. You can put your own speculation on it if you want, but Ewan McGregor was doing an interview and said that he was open to return as <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi. So you don't say. <laughs> what does that mean? I, I'm, I don't know, man. I'm putting a little bit on, I think... If this show is what they, they it's going to be the dream come true. They want it to be the dream come true. When it inevitably is, they're going to go, we can't not have him back. And they're going to figure out a way to do a season two. They're going to do something with this. 
That's my speculation. Do whatever you want. But Ewan McGregor says he is open to the idea of continuing to play this character. So, well, James, the rest of the quote was if he needs another house. Yeah, that's true. So him and Oscar (laughs) Isaacs were like, yes. Right. Expedia is not paying enough, unfortunately. (laughs) All right. So that is it for Resistance Report. Let's get on to the next section. Lacey, what do we got? All right, guys, it's time for the Patreon pod race. So as you guys know, there are lots of ways you can support us. Uh, Twitter at RBATSWNN, on Instagram at The Resistance Broadcast, on all the audio platforms, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Please leave us a review if you get a chance. It means a lot to us and lets us know how we're doing and then brings us up in algorithms and technical stuff. So that's great. Uh, But if you want more than that, you really want to support what we're doing here on the show, you can head over to patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. We talked about it a bit at the top, but at $2 a month, you get access to the page and you say, hey, I'm supporting what you're doing. I believe in you guys and talking about Star Wars. And we truly, truly appreciate it. This is a part of the show where we let our generals and spice runners be a part of the show. We ask them a question and then they give us an answer. So I first want to thank those people. So thank you to our generals. Carmelo, Jeremy Myers, John Reese, Jetta Rosewater, Paul Olson, Frank Grande, Darth Hurricane, John Torlton, Nick Kratz, Christian Morales, Brian Smith, Matt Chitty, Danny, Mike Ramori, Matt Heath, Double C Chris, Chris White, Brendan McLaughlin and Val Trichkoff. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. And to our Spice Runners, David Probus, Neil Shaw, Kendall Gelnar, Ryan Wara, Dave Hornack, Micah Harrison, Thomas Hennessy, and Andrew Staley. Thank you guys so much. All right. So for this week, we have Spice Runner Indie Dave Hornack. We call him Indie Dave. And his question was, if someone wanted to watch the funniest Star Wars movie, or at least the one with the best humor... Which would you recommend they watch and why? So, Dave, take it away. Hey, base Spice Runner Indie Dave checking in. I uh, thought this might be a little tough at first, but when I got to thinking about it, Breeze, who has the most uh, humorous one-liners, the greatest expressions, and some of the uh, funniest humor in all of Star Wars, Harrison Ford, on Solo, slam dunk. Uh, and he had four movies plus some to really get his uh, full acting chops and, and, and humor into Star Wars. So I'm going to go ahead and stick original trilogy, obviously, and throw a dart right in the middle when Empire Strikes Back, greatest movie ever. Uh, so base, you have homework, watch it again. This time really follow the humor in the movie, not the action, not the, the serious tones, um, the great music, of course. But just start right at the beginning on Hoth with Han and Leia bantering um, the yes, your highnessness to the um, she expressed her true feelings for me to the uh, I don't know where you get your delusion, the laser brain, the whole uh, half-witted, scruffy looking nerf herder thing. The whole all of that uh, is amazing when they're trying to get out on the Falcon and she says, would it help if I got out and pushed? And of course, his expression, it might. All of that. The asteroid field is just as good as Hoth. Um yeah, all of that. Uh, of course, C-3PO is always a gimme, so he's going to be funny, uh, but he's great in it, of course. Um, and now that we've seen Solo, uh, when C-3PO says, I didn't know, uh, sir, I don't know where your uh, ship learned to communicate. Uh, now that we know it's L-337, it makes it even funnier for us. Um, but yeah, I would stick with uh, Empire Strikes Back. 
Let's take it towards the end. One of the greatest romantic comical lines ever. I love you. I know. Empire Strikes Back. Who knew? Watch it again, folks. Andy Dave Spice Runner. Out. Dave, thank you so much. Awesome job. Mm -hmm. Love mm -hmm. all the Grogu's. John, what'd you think? Empire. I love it. Um, <laughs> Have those things I, ever I left your desk, honestly? No, why would they? I'm just saying you you have all these things that like celebration stuff, your slippers, your cup, all these well, things. Well, but I, look at all your toys behind you. Have those ever left that? No, I don't think so. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying. Where mind. do you want them to go? I guess. Is never the mind. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, no, they have not. They're not glued or anything. They're just. There. I just figured you would have taken uh, the mug and used it. That's what I'm saying. I use. Yeah, I use. I use. I don't use that one because the exogorth creeps me out. So it's decorative for sure. Also, you don't uh, want to break so that part of the mug. That's the best part. For the people watching, this is the celebration oh, mug. Oh, so good. The, the exogorth. What a shot. Look at that. Um, <laughs> and has, Oh, it has like the falcon down there too. Oh, that's cool. Um, I almost just dropped it. Um, all right. Back to you, Dave. Uh, here's the deal. I wasn't sure you were going to... I wasn't sure what you were going to go with. Because I think you liked the whole saga and all that. But mm -hmm. um. Empire is a surprising pick because I agree that it is underrated in terms of how funny it is just because of the the tension between Han and Leia and what that brings forth and of course Yoda and R2 and a lot of that. Uh, it's a very, very funny movie and a clever humor. Uh, and you know how big of a fan of Larry Kazan I am and that's his bread and butter. So I think that's an amazing pick. The fact that you said it's the greatest movie of all time is also correct. Um, so great pick there. I thought you were going to go with The New Hope now that I think about it. Um, but, uh, empire is a great pick. And also like, again, like you said, this is a good, like a good idea, a good practice, like watch empire looking for the humor to like, try, like put a different lens on, so to speak, and just watch it looking for the humor. And you'll find a lot of subtleties and a lot of direct humor and stuff like that. It is a very funny movie. So I thought you did a great job. Um, bummed we're not going to see you at celebration, but we'll, we'll get together one day as they say. Uh, but until then we'll see you in the chats and, and since you're a patron, you'll be able to watch our, our event on Patreon. So that's really cool, too. Uh, but more yoga, importantly than not... Yo yoga. Yoda margaritas. <laughs> yes, right. The Yoda margaritas. More importantly than not, though, Dave, thanks for being such a good dude, such a great Star Wars fan. And uh, just uh, thanks. Thanks a lot, man. Appreciate it. Um, good answer. Good answer. Um, it's hard to compete with that, you know, uh, as far as like, especially since you said it's like the best movie of all time. It's arguably, you know, I think most people would go to it's the best Star Wars movie just in general. Um, uh, it's the probably the most common answer. Um, I I'm I. I think you're right. I think it's one of those things like we overlook how funny it is because we think of the biggest moments. So it's like, it's not the one that I would go with when, when, if asked the question, but I think you might be right. Uh, that it is in fact, if you start paying attention to like who's scruffy looking and all these little things <laughs> that we kind of almost take for granted at this point, because we've been hearing those jokes for 40 years you know, or more. Um, not necessarily because we're not all over 40, but you get what I'm saying. It's like years of those jokes have kind of like fallen off. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, it's kind of one of those things. But yeah, you're right. It's uh, it's pretty chocked full of humor. So it is a solid answer. So, uh, you know, thanks for being a patron. And um, yeah, like John said, like it would be nice to see you, but it is what it is. But thanks for doing the Padres.
Dave, awesome job. Like I said, love all the Grogu's. Can't wait to see what drinks you're drinking when you're watching our live stream. I know you're going to be super creative. Um, and you're just the best. I don't think I could add to this better than James and John have just said. I think you gave a great answer. And I think it's one of those movies that, like James said, you just miss the funny moments at times because all that brings mm-hmm. true are those emotional, especially for me, that emotional, like anxiety written moments. So you're like, oh, God. It's the sad one of the trilogy, and you forget, like, all the funny moments. Um, but, yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for being part of the community. We love you. You're the best. Uh, back to you, John. All right. So uh, we're going to do a little Ask the Resistance. Um, for the sake of time, we're going to do uh, one question here. I've been wondering, what are midichlorians? Um, and this question comes from Loco4Pack. That local four pack. I think a big Packers fan. I believe their avatar is a Green Bay Packers helmet. So, mm-hmm. uh, how are you feeling about getting rid of uh, your wide receiver, Adams? No good. Um, all right, here's the deal. Local four pack asked if there would be only one more backstory in live action told in Star Wars, which character would you want it to be? Uh, James looks like he's looking to the heavens for an answer. So, I'll go to Lacey on this one. <laughs> So I know you said one. I'm stuck between two. Ugh. So my first initial pick. reaction was Babu Frick. I'd want to know more about that character and their adventures. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I'm serious. Out of every character? Yeah. I want to see where that guy went to trade school. I would love yeah. to see that. In I'm stuck sure. between Droopy McCool... <laughs> First of all, Babu Frick is 80 years old. So that's a long life with a lot of experiences with the with the different spice runners. And I just feel like that character's seen a lot. But my real answer is Maz Kanata. She's been around for a really long time, has a really cool bar, gets involved in a lot of stuff. You could see a lot of your favorite characters and get a lot of backstory from other people through the one character. Maz Kanata. Mm-hmm. But thank you both for laughing at my first answer. <laughs> you both like... Oh. You have chosen poorly. No, <laughs> Apparently. Um, what about my second answer, though? Did I make up for it? I said no, Maz, I was thinking no, this, cool. but then yeah. this. And neither of you replied on I the second I'm, one. I think I'm going I'm to take a bet and say yeah. that John isn't going to say this, but like, I, it's almost on the like Yoda thing where it's like, I don't know what what is that character's origin you know the backstory mm. of like someone who's mm. 900 a thousand years old it's like well for maz kanata what tricky, is her but... what is her origin <laughs> that's right are you but, saying because uh, she's orange that's right yeah <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and you laughed at my babu frick answer that wasn't even a joke um why am i on this john podcast? did you have one <laughs> yeah you want me to go I can go. Mine, mine's easy. You could, you know what mine is. I think, I think it might be the same, unfortunately. So I'll go first, so I can take it. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I was, I was kind of eyeballing Kylo Ren, and then I'm like, I kind of already know that, and I was kind of eyeballing Poe, and I was like, I kind of already know that. But the one that, even though we kind of sort of already know this too, it hasn't been told in canon. Palpatine. Yep. You guys <laughs> are so it? predictable. You left at mine. Because 
because you're talking about if you only get one more, you better make it solid. And so I'm like, all right, do I want to see Qui-Gon's? Do I want to see Obi-Wan's? Like, uh, you know, like some of these are already kind of. <laughs> John is still laughing. He's still yeah. laughing at my. I'm just picturing a panel at Celebration and they're like, our next Disney Plus series. And they put up a logo. It just says Frick. <laughs> <laughs> We're fricked. And you're like, it's hey! Called, it's called A Babu. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, and everyone's right, sorry, just dude. like, yeah. everyone goes silent, and I'm the one person that's like, all right, from the back yeah. of the room. <laughs> By the way, Fricked is not the name of the, the series. That's the name of the Disney Channel original movie. <laughs> yeah, right. Or the spinoff of Scrubs with uh, exactly. Elliot. John, um, so then, you know, I think, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Why don't you take it home? Yeah, I just, yeah, Palpatine's the pick. Um, I, I, you know, people seem, some people seem like they're tired of Palpatine, but I think they're more tired of Palpatine going forward, not back. Uh, I think it would be cool seeing how he went from youth to uh, being sort of taken under the wing of Plagueis. Um, if they play around with that novel and whether he kills his family or not, Michael Myers style, we're not sure, but seeing him sort of weasel his way into the Senate, that that's all very provocative to me and very interesting. And him being the biggest villain in Star Wars just makes a ton of sense. A lot of people are always like, Tom Hiddleston should be young Palpatine. Get yeah. a different actor. Let's do it. Uh, do a series. I think it'd be awesome. And, uh, We'll see what happens but Somehow, i was gonna say you could see it again yeah i was gonna say you could see it as like a <laughs> more serious loki you know kind of thing but like that's yeah. i loki wouldn't want it to necessarily serious. be that no loki too, was still kind of cheesy and and silly. i feel like hiddleston is just not too the series loki. yeah you know what i'm saying did you I watch wanna... the same series yes yeah i i'm saying I'm saying I don't think young Palpatine would be like Tom Hiddleston in Loki. I think he would be more dry. He wouldn't be like cutting jokes ever. I don't think it should Loki, be Hiddleston at all. Loki's very much like, I don't want to go there. And then he like sees the person get killed and he's like, I'll go there. And he takes the ticket and stuff. It's like you're saying he's very dry, sarcastic. I'm saying he's still kind of quippy and jokey and it was sick fun. Me a little, and he, yeah. yeah, like it's not that he isn't like it's not that I don't know. I just think he's kind of still. He had funny. his moments. I get it. Yeah. Who ate all the cake? And then he walks in and he has chocolate on his lip. He's like, well, um, no. What I'm thinking of off the top of my head is he's like talking about uh, Owen Wilson eating the salad. And he takes his salad and he puts salt all over it to show him like his ex explanation of time. And he's like, what about my salad? And he's like, he's still like messing with the salad. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good show. But I, I, I think they should just get some unknown so we could be like, that's Palpatine and not like, oh, it's Loki as Palpatine. Um, but anyway, hopefully they do it regardless. Um, that <laughs> really takes to the end of the show, though. Frick now. So, <laughs> yeah, Frick. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening and watching and being a part of TRB. We appreciate that. Make sure you spread the word and tell your friends. Subscribe on your preferred platform. Also, make sure you're going to StarWarsNewsNet.com every day for all of your Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more. Um, and also, shout out to Weird Brothers. WeirdBrothers.com. Uh, we have our coffee with them, the Resistance Brew. So uh, go to that site, look up the coffee, and they will send it to you in a flash. And it is delicious. Uh, and you're helping us out and a small business out of Virginia. So weirdbrothers.com. 
good people over there. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey, writing and editing at Star Wars News Net, and my movie podcast uh, where I don't talk about Star Wars called Just Like the Movies. We just did Reservoir Dogs uh, this past week, so check that out. Uh, and now we will go to Mr. Bainey, who's back in the mm-hmm. base. All right. Well, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram and or on Instagram uh, at Myra Trunks. Lacey, glad to be back. People can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lacey Gillerin. And if you're heading to Celebration outside of going to our event uh, on Saturday, the 28th at 530 at Radiant Beer Co., you can find me on a panel on Friday at 1.30 p.m. on the fan stage. And it is how Ray defined a new Star Wars generation. So I'll be there talking about Ray, who's one of my favorite characters. So come Very support cool. me. Very cool. Uh, when's the Babu Frick panel? I should have made a Babu Frick panel, honestly. <laughs> really missed opportunity there. Yeah. Speaking of um, which, I'm so sad Mark Hamill's not coming to celebration. He's a working man. I'm I'm happy for him. But I'm disappointed, yeah. but I'm like super happy for you. But like, I'm talking to Mark mm. like he's watching the show. Like, I really mm. wish you were there. I'm going to miss you. Yeah. Um, maybe next time. Yeah. Um, all right. So we will be back with you actually on Wednesday on May the 4th. Uh, we're going to do mix up a couple of segments and have some fun talking about really why we love Star Wars and connect with it after all these years. So enjoy us uh enjoy that over there and also it's going to be of course on our normal trb audio feeds for uh people who like the podcast audio version so uh that's a lot of plugs but we'll see you wednesday on may the 4th we hope you enjoyed this episode and we are also going to be back on thursday for our normal thursday episode as well so a lot of trb this week so saddle up partners uh i don't know why i said that but we'll see you next time right here on the resistance broadcast see you around kids (laughs) 